Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, JR Mom, joined as always by JR Dad. Hi. You're making a face over there, JR Dad. This is mayhem around me. <laughs> this is mayhem. Remy just had Vink's entire ear in his mouth. Vink seems into it. Yep. It's a bit loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's part of the charm of our laid back podcast that sometimes there are just dogs doing stuff in the background. Yeah, fair enough. That's kind of our life. The cocked cocktail of the week this week is the blueberry buck. It's gin, blueberry puree, ginger beer, a little bit of lemon juice in there. It's good. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> yeah, it's very... Uh, I made it and I gave it to Ingo and he said, it's nice to have a bourbon uh, drink after a while. Can we not? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want me to delete that? No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, I say it only because it's kind of funny that you're not quite sure what the tastes are. But I all I care is that you're like, delish, Jen, delish. <laughs> that's, well, that's how I start. So that's the cocktail of the week. All right. Coming to you from the Rainbow Room, Key West, Florida. Yeah. I mean, now that you say that, uh, there continues to be progress, though not completion on our house projects. But what has happened is all those lights that we were having put in, the recessed lighting in the living room, they're in now. And we got Philips Hue light bulbs for them. So we have a full Roy G. Biv on the front of the room <laughs> and a full Roy G. Biv going the other way on the back of the room. We have a lamp that's fluorescent pink. What do you have? Ten, eight bulbs to work with, right? We're 14. Six, 12, 14. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, 15 if you count the lamp. We got a lot of bulbs. And that's why it it's weird. My eyes haven't quite adjusted. I keep thinking everything looks a little different. But I don't know why. It's because all the lamps are different it's colors. Because it's a rainbow on the ceiling. Two rainbows on the ceiling. Double rainbow. Make you cry. This must be what a leprechaun feels like. We have, I mean, to be fair, I have program settings where everything is on full in white. It's very bright. And then everything's on a sort of dimmer white for watching TV. But we have found that the rainbow is actually really great for like hanging out and watching TV and doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's pretty dim. Yeah, but it's it's not like we also have a super dim setting. Yeah, for barely awake. Mm-hmm. Which we haven't had to use yet, but we will when Boots gets home. Um, the bathroom is done as soon as they're done in here. Which hope? Will you shut up? Shut up! Shut up! No, I think this is part of the charm of our podcast that you know there's some always dog noise in the background. Yeah. It's the charm. It's not charming anymore, Ingo. Yeah, it started out not charming for me come already. Here, come, <laughs> uh, come here. No, don't do that. Come here. It's chaos, mayhem, violence. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. I'm just going to put the mic down. All right. Just <clears throat> all right. So quiet. They're all in different corners, locked up now. <laughs> Vink's locked in the kitchen. Remy's locked out on the porch. Guac has his avocado. Which is instant soothing for him. Okay. Uh, anyway, once it's all done, inside the house, which hopefully will be Friday, hmm. we'll do a tour. Yes. I don't need your pessimism and go... <laughs> It'll be some Friday. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> keep fair, it to yourself. Fair enough. The dock is not going to get done this week. It's going to be fine. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> We've had people in the house since January 7th. <laughs> All right. Administrative corner, Ingo. Yes. I, yes. We it, both, we both have mea culpas. I don't think yours is really a mea culpa, but I'm not going to talk you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is that I, in the uh, No Rules podcast this weekend, I was like, everybody knows what Chewy is. We don't need to talk about Chewy, but go ahead, old man. And uh, two people have said they didn't know what Chewy was. And that they were happy to hear it talked about on the podcast. My two friends. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. You were totally right that those two people are happy to know about it. I gave them all free subscriptions to uh, <laughs> Super Followers. No, I did not. Okay. Uh, the Your mea culpa, mea culpa is about the Brochin being, yeah, the I was talking, being I, closed on Sunday. So this is probably, I should just do an all-encompassing acknowledgement that my you know basis for knowledge of german customs and things is old 
somewhat i mean i've been over there more recently but li- having live living there is a long time ago 1980s so when i said the bakeries were closed on sunday that is apparently not true and the bakeries are now allowed to be open and someone said florists are florists too. florists for um funerals yeah that may have been true before too um and so yes i stand corrected you can get your boychen uh at a bakery in on a Sunday morning now, which is a... Which not is a, a gas station. Which is a big thing uh, in Germany, getting your Sunday morning boychen. I will say a lot of people defended gas station food to me in response yeah, to the No Rules podcast. Yeah, much better than gas station food here. No, no they, de- they defended American gas station food as well. Oh, I, yeah. Why are you ragging on gas station food, Jen? Fair enough. This is also... There's a sociological, anthropological theory called preservation on the periphery, where... <laughs> If there's a diaspora or, you know, colonization, an empire, the people at the outer edges of the empire don't change. Don't Their customs aren't going to change. They preserve everything as of the time when they moved out there. Because the change that happens in like Rome, because they're the cultural center, won't filter out to the outer edges of the empire. Mm. And so the, like the language in Iceland, you know, is much more close to Viking language because it hasn't changed in a thousand years the language in sweden and norway and finland and not even finland denmark has developed and their cultures have have changed because it's more interactive with other places but the far extremes of the viking reach in iceland hasn't really changed oh is that true or is that ingo speculation no no i, I mean this preservation on the periphery is something we, i learned in my Icelandic saga class in college. You know a lot about Norse things that I That's do not know. That's why a lot of the preserved, the, a lot of the Eddas you hear about are from Iceland. I don't know what that means. An Edda is a like a Beowulf or something like a dramatic oh. poem or an epic poem. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a saga. An Edda is, I think is probably just a poem. All yeah. right. Well, look at that. It's been Ingo. a long time since that too, though. Ingo dropping the Harvard knowledge on us. It's a long time ago. <laughs> All right. Uh, dog updates. Holy fuck. I was looking at these updates that I have written down since our podcast last week, and it feels like such a long time ago that some of this happened. I think it's been months, hasn't it, since it our last podcast? It feels like it has been months. I mean, we we did the No Rules this weekend, which even had some updates, and we just didn't do everything. Um, do you want to start with Remy or Boots? Well, let's, let's do everybody else first. Guac, no updates. Nope, he's fine. Vink, no updates. She's fine. Hops, no updates. He's she's fine. Yeah, hops is hops. CB, no updates. Yeah, fair enough. You, you want to do Remy or Voods? <laughs> Voods. Let's do Voods. That's on everyone's mind. All right. Before we get into Voods seizure time, here's notes that I have. The five alarm. No. <laughs> can That's you imagine right. that was after our last podcast that's right i just drove him up to miami on what was it saturday night into sunday morning mm-hmm. right this was yeah. before that so the five alarm no was that i took voods out for a walk voods loves walks i get the leash out and he comes galloping with his happy happy face if he hears like a key jingle he comes sprinting for him sprinting to the front door and the happy happy face Oh, basically only comes out for walks or car rides. Um, um, but he's so happy and so oh, he he's tippy so taps happy. and he steps steps around you. And, and he's got like, the big smiley face. Oh, you yeah. cannot not take him. You like cannot. he makes that face, you have to you take cannot. him. So I took Voods out and I've been taking him for shorter walks because he has been extra wobbly the last month. So I take him out for his walk and and he's he's full of new on his walks. He just wants to do what he wants. And what he really wants to do is walk away from the house until he collapses. Yeah. And then be done. He doesn't plan for the return journey. No. <laughs> he's, he, he just uses it all. Carpe diem. Yay. So I try to kind of turn him around and hope he doesn't notice mid-walk <laughs> a lot of the time. I do that too. If, he, if we had like a round fence or something, we could l- lead him <laughs> along there where he doesn't realize he's going around a corner and, yeah. he, and he'd wander back. <laughs> like if we lived on a cul-de-sac, it would be great. Yes, we could yeah. go around the cul-de-sac. I mean, he can't even go to the end of the black man and back. Right? Like, we're talking 0.15 miles. That's his, too much. His adrenaline takes him to the end of the block. He could get to the end of the block. Oh, yeah. And he does. I don't know. Maybe when he's back home, we'll just have to do that. I'll be like, stay by the car and go, and then I'll call you when it's time to pick us up. 
and we'll just let him go as far as he wants. <laughs> so on this walk, we made it like three quarters of the way down the black man and I was like, all right, Woods, it's time to turn around. And he's like, no. And I was like, come on, let's turn around. No. <laughs> and so then I start like giving him little gentle tugs. No. And I would give him a slightly harder, consistent tug. And then he laid down. He just and then flops you're down. fucked. Yeah. And then he's just a dead weight. Absolutely will not get up. You try to lift his butt up and then he just like, Ugh, he's no a bones. In he's the a front. very, very heavy noodle. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> I, we so got to heavy. that point. I waited. Sometimes you can wait him out. So I waited like five minutes. Come on, Woods, get up. He's like, no. And you're like offering him treats. You're promising him power. You're promising him anything he wants. Neighbors are walking past. You know, They're like, hey, Woods. And he's just laying on his side in the grass, Look, <laughs> follows him with his eyes. Barely. Right. He looks dead. So I call and go, and I was like, I need you to come down and pick us up. Uh, so I'm, I'm like, we have a five alarm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Complete and utter refusal. <laughs> Going boneless. So Ingo comes and then he's like, oh, hey, the car. <laughs> yeah, he does like the car. We got him in dip, there. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> so that was the five alarm. No, that must have been like Thursday or Friday last week. Yeah. Then before seizure problems, we had the mini coconut incident. Which is, Vuj was out <laughs> in the yard, chomping on like a baby coconut that had fallen off the, sh- the tree. So it's about the size of like a tennis ball. Yeah, it looks like he's having a good time with it. It's Vuj's foods. It's okay. Yeah, and he wants to carry the mini coconut in the house, which is like whatever. Like normally we don't allow coconuts in the house, but this one's little. It's not going to make a mess. It's and fine. And it's Vuj's. And it's Vuj's. So Vuj gets into the kitchen and he lays down and he still has the coconut in his mouth. And Ingo's like... Is that coconut stuck on your tooth? <laughs> and he offers him a treat, and Voods cannot open his mouth. <laughs> All right, so the coconut is stuck. So I'm like, top and bottom. Though. I will get the coconut off. Is it stuck on the top tooth or the bottom tooth? And so I, I try to pull on it, doesn't move, and then I try to pull his jaws apart, and it, yeah, both teeth <laughs> are wedged in and not coming out of the coconut. So I have to, I have like one hand on his bottom jaw, one hand on the top, and I pull, and then like. The bottom <laughs> tooth pops out and then <laughs> top tooth pops out. And then he's like, where was that treat? Where, yeah. <laughs> where is that treat? He was, he was not too disturbed by the fact that both of both jaws were trapped in the coconut. No, until he was trying to get the treat. And then he's like, yeah. And, I, and I, I tried to get the coconut. I was like, stop biting on the coconut. I was like trying to pull it out. And I thought did, he was chomping. It seemed like he's just like, no, I'm holding this <laughs> coconut really tight. No, <laughs> like, the coconut was holding him. Open. If he lived in the wild, this is how he would have died. Yeah, he Jaws stuck in a, a coconut. It's a taste of coconut in his mouth. It's like those deer that get in the fights in the rut and oh. their antlers get all tangled together yeah. and then they both die of dehydration. Or the bear who gets his head stuck in a bucket. <laughs> he would have died from coconut tooth stickage. If he wouldn't make it much in the wild. <laughs> no. <laughs> He'd need a vink. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, as we said on the No Rules podcast, Saturday we went to Home Depot. We had a seizure while we were gone. He had a seizure at 11, another second seizure at like 11.15 that night. Ingo took him up to Miami. 2.30 in the morning on Sunday, he arrived. Um, they immediately put him on an IV drip. And uh, is that when we did the No Rules? Sunday, I guess. Yeah. So he was on yeah. an IV drip. They put him on that Sunday. Um, they tried to wean him off and he had another seizure sunday afternoon or sunday night right or was it like four in the morning on monday or something know. like that yeah so they tried to wean him off he had another seizure and they're like well we're gonna wait because maybe that'll be his only seizure we don't want to put him back on the medicine because then they he has to be on the medicine for like 18 hours and then get weaned off and then wait 24 hours so like we're just gonna see like maybe he just had this one seizure coming off it must have been sunday at like 2 a, I think Sunday at midnight, like midnight between Sunday and Monday is when they got him weaned off. And he had that seizure at like 2 a.m. on Monday morning. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to wait and see what happens. If he doesn't, you know, if he goes another 24 hours without a seizure, he can go home. We don't have to put him back on the IV. Right. But he had a seizure at like 6 p.m. on Monday. Yeah. So they put him back on the IV because if he has two seizures within 24 hours, that's considered an emergency. And that was two seizures within whatever, 16 hours. They put him back on the IV and then he had another seizure that night, even though he was on the IV anticonvulsants. So then they put him on a higher dose of the IV anticonvulsants. Um, That's really strong stuff 
I mean, it's drugs that they use for anesthesia, right? So you could just put them completely out, which they don't do if they're trying to prevent the seizures, but it's like powerful stuff. So he couldn't really stand up. He couldn't walk because he was on so much of the medicine, but they're obviously trying to control the seizures. So they're like, yeah, we had to, you know, help him up, get to get him out. So I can't, can't imagine. I mean, I can, (laughs) like we've had to deal with that. Um, So they had him on those and then they weaned him off of it uh so we're recording on wednesday so 4 a.m wednesday morning is when they finally disconnected him they you know they do a he was on it for a long time and then they you know slowly drop it down 4 a.m is when they disconnected him from it so it's now 8 p.m 14 hours later he has not had any more seizures which is good if he makes it until tomorrow morning when we get the morning update around 10 a.m. with no seizure, then he will be allowed to come home. So hopefully he'll be home tomorrow. I'm on deck. It would be a pretty normal pattern for, like, all of this is pretty normal. You put him on the for him. IV. For him. Yeah, it's, it's bad overall. But you put him on the IV. He has more seizures coming off. You put him on. He probably has another seizure. But then after the second round, usually he's been okay. It's just super frustrating that nobody really understands why and how this works yeah they, i mean it's a condition like there's nothing to understand there's no there's no more to do oh i know but you it's know? like yeah they, it's just it's, it's so frustrating yeah so you know obviously he's going to be pretty doped up when he comes home part of the question is always like how much damage did all those seizures do right is he because he definitely is less functional now than he was nine months ago in terms of, you know, he's more wobbly and he's a little more out of it. And it's, you know, it's fine. Um, but, you know, it's been a tough, tough one for him this round. Luckily, he has a bit of a fan club now down at the in Miami. Oh, my God. So uh, the nurses call. We get morning and evening updates and the nurses call. And uh, the one who called this morning is like, oh, I came in and I saw Voodoo is here. He's our special guy. And I was like, he sure is special. She's like, yeah, I gave him a lot of TLC when I got in. One of the other nurses was like, yeah, I took him outside. And then we just like sunbathed together for like 20 Aww. minutes. So I think he probably collapsed in the he grass. Did a, he did a no. Yeah. And she's like, all right, we'll just lay out here. This is great. This is my job. I'll yeah, lay out in the sun right. with you for 20 minutes. Uh, so he's getting a lot of love. Everybody's Everybody thinks he's great. And I guess we saw it. We said it on the pod on sunday too but they sent him a birthday card or us a birthday card in his honor with pictures of him and stuff they took sunday a couple was his pictures birthday, yeah. yeah they took a couple pictures of him and they put it in like a collage <laughs> thing with birthday stuff it was very cute uh i mean one that's the, something yeah yeah he's one cute. of the nurses said you know he's really when he was on the higher dose of the medicine she's like he's really doped up and she's like then he gets these spurts of energy and he starts howling which i think is him going Yeah, I think so too. She's like, and I think he's saying, "Lady, give me water." And then I give him water, and he drinks, and then he goes back to sleep. I think we think he's bored, but that's the same effect. Yeah, he's like, "Who's gonna chomp my face?" Chomp, chomp. Nothing is going on, you guys. So, poor Voods. I mean, you know. Yeah, I feel I feel terrible for him, but he's also well taken care of, and he gets a lot of love, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, this is voodoo life. It's not getting any better. And this is just how it's going to be every month. It's a good thing they like him because they're going to see a lot of him. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so that's the Voodoo update. Um, Obviously, as soon as he gets picked up, we'll have celebratory photos. You you look like you're going to go I'm away. I'm going to let Megan, yeah, I think she's crying. Okay, hang on. I'll just push, pause there. All right, we're back. Back. Vink and Remy have been freed from their little prisons. Subject to good behavior, guys. Good behavior don't mess it up remy (laughs) all right let's talk about remy i have many notes nobody cares about what i say (laughs) (laughs) uh remy you know he's been a little on edge with all of the work going on in the house everybody's routine is disrupted they got to be out on the porch all day whatever so it's fine but they you know they've been a little wound up and he was he'd come up i think i'd had him out and he came up and he was trying to play with all the dogs walk didn't really want to play with him and he occasionally has these outbursts where like guac will be like i don't want to play and he takes his toy and then remy kind of i think gets a little scared because he you know he didn't notice something happening 
and and he gets sort of aggressive and will chomp at the dogs not in like the super playful oh i'm gonna chomp your face but also not like oh i'm gonna like rip your skin open kind of panicky really it's just if it anything is. it's kind of panicky but it's like more on the edge of i'm gonna fight with you than i'm gonna play with you I, we do not like it it is a thing that we immediately disrupt and probably last well last friday i guess this started this happened so he guac was like i don't want to play with you and and kind of snapped his toy away and remy freaked out and started chomping on guac's back like hard chomping on guac's back guac was not engaging with him guac was trying to get away uh but it was not good and so my instant instinct was i must stop this thing from happening and the way I decided to stop that was to grab Remy's bottom jaw as he was biting Guac. And so one hand grab his bottom jaw, one hand grab his floof like at the scruff of his neck and pull him off of Guac. But he was chomping on Guac, so I got a big old chomp on my hand. Got a couple little scabbies on there, so it wasn't the worst, but it was not the best, Remy. It was not the best. Not allowed to do that. So that was not good. At the same time, mm, when a dog's chomping on another dog and is freaked out, maybe don't be like, you know what? If I grab his bottom jaw, that's going to be a good way to stop this. Probably not the best handhold, yeah. No. Twice. This is the second time in my life I have done this where I've seen one dog go for another. And I'm like, what I'm going to do is stick my hand in the mouth of the attacking dog. And that will allow me to stop the bad thing from happening. It certainly disrupts the behavior. <laughs> I have been chomped both times. Yeah. I mean, uh, and the bad news is now he's tasted human flesh. He's going <laughs> to be a man-eater from now on. No, no, no. We're gonna, he's going to stalk the villages. Then this weekend, Ingo decided... Me? Yeah. Go, go on. Yeah. I'm planting plants. You're planting trees. And you had all the dogs out while you were planting. You let the dogs out. Mm. Who let the dogs out? It was you. That's not how I remember it. I, I clearly remember this because I was planting my trees and... You were like, I'm going to let all the dogs out. And I was like, that seems like a stupid idea. There's no way you can keep an eye on all those dogs if you let them all out. Oh, you We've didn't talked say about that, this. Though, no, I, I didn't because I don't want to be a naggy bitch. Then I would have said, well, you can help but like <laughs> look at them, look after them. And I would have been like, no, nah, I'm digging holes. Yes, this was the problem. Digging holes is very difficult here in the Keys because you're digging into rocks. I, that's what I was doing. And you're like, I'm going to let all the dogs out. Hmm. And I'm like, hmm. Seems like a bad idea. Hmm. Yes, you're right. It was a bad <laughs> idea. So I'm planting my trees and you start bringing the dogs back inside. And at some point you're like, do you see Remy? And I'm like, nope, I'm planting trees. And I'm like, clearly Remy's not around. Nope. I'm going to keep planting this tree and let you deal with the fruits of your decision. That's what happened. That's what happened. Oh. And I, I finished planting my tree and it's about five ten minutes later and you're still looking around for remy remy's nowhere to be found so i'm like all right go upstairs remy's not in the house i mean three quarters of the time when i lose guac it's because i've already put him inside um remy's not upstairs remy's not in the yard look behind like all the palm trees the eureka palms the bushy ones on the edge of the property he's not in there so i'm like ingo we have a whistle it's like a british police whistle like a straight whistle I'm like, blow the whistle. He comes to the whistle. It's very interesting for him. He'll come. So Ingo, I'm like, it's upstairs in the thing. So Ingo gets the whistle and he's like, tweet, tweet, tweet. I'm like, Ingo, you need to be really aggressive with that whistle. And you're like, tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> Shockingly, no Remy comes. So Ingo's like, I'm going to get in the kayak and see if he has swum away somewhere. Like, I have checked. I didn't see him anywhere. And I was like, give me the whistle. So Ingo gets in the kayak. He's going around. I take the whistle. I go out into the middle of the street. And I'm like, tweet, <laughs> tweet, Remy, get over here, tweet. And here comes Remy. Trot, trot, trot. Three houses down, trotting out of the neighbor's yard, soaking wet. So he clearly had gone into the water, headed south to Cuba. It was Cuba bound. Swam until he got to the boat ramp at the neighbor's house, three houses down. 
And then was like, Jesus, finally I can get out of this water. Cuba, finally. But then had no idea where he was because he's freaking blind. And then is just stuck. And then when he heard the whistle, he's like, oh, thank God. And comes like, pium, straight to me. So today I saw the ladies who own the house, whose yard, whose driveway he came out of. And I was like, and I was walking Remy and I passed them and I was like, hey, did you notice this weekend? And I repeat this whole story. And I was like, he comes trotting out of your driveway. And they're like, you know, we weren't there at the house. But our camera kept going off. Like they have a motion detect camera in their yard. They're like, was it like 3.30 on Saturday? I was like, it sure was. And they're like, oh, yeah, we caught him on the camera. <laughs> like trotting around in their yard, not knowing where to go. Full on escapo. You have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> no. Well, Sorry. I mean, it's nothing bad happened. Mm. He had quite the adventure. Yep. Seemed excited. You seem sad about this. Yeah. Blow that whistle hard and go. Get it. Got to retrieve your blind dog. Yep. Okay, so th- Saturday is when this escape happened. Mm-hmm. Mm, Forty-five minutes after Boots had his first seizure. After or before? After Boots has a seizure while we were at Home Depot. Oh, at the Home Depot. I then began planting the plants from Home Depot. Remy escaped. Boots has his second seizure. You drive him heroically up to Miami. You stay overnight in Miami. You drive back on Sunday here to the Keys. And Monday, Remy had an appointment with a specialist in Miami. Oh, yeah. So Monday morning, you turn around and drive Remy up to Miami. At least it wasn't an 8.30 appointment and I didn't have to leave at 5.30. No, I think it was 10.30, right? You have to leave at 7.30. For those of you who noticed on the snaps, uh, the snaps of Remy on his Miami trip, he was wearing Chief Brody's collar and that's because my job, GR mom, is to get everybody out the door on time. And so the vet appointment was at 10.30. So at 7.30, I was like, all right, I got to go in the car. And he's like rooting around for Remy's collar in the basket. I was like, pick any collar he doesn't need the one with his name and i think brody's was the one you had in the car yep i was like get out the door this doesn't matter yep remy didn't care no so it was my my fault not your fault i was too late i was running late well it's hard 7 30 is still quite early to a lot of get out the door breakfast going on yeah um so he was going to see a specialist about you know just to kind of get an opinion on his diabetes it went fine they did a bunch of tests most of them aren't back the ones that they did look fine whatever it was dumb they do not love remy as much as the miami guys love voodoo that's true i mean they were perfectly nice yes but um so yeah you drove to miami on saturday you drove back to the keys on sunday this is a three-hour drive each way you drove to miami on monday you drove back to the keys on monday Oh, and it was a long day on Monday because they kept him for like three hours. Oh, my God. Like six hours, yeah. right? I didn't get home till like nine. Yeah. Yeah. So It was supposed to be a one hour appointment. Yeah. They, and they had to, wanted to do more tests and then evaluate the tests. And so I, you know, I had time to walk around and go to home. Get some groceries. Go to Whole Foods. <laughs> yes. But I mean, I was killing time in Miami. Ugh. It was. You did suggest that I visit Woods, which would have been funny. Oh, I wish you had gone to like, visit Woods. Oh, Boots. man. It's just going to make it harder for him um so anyway then then we were thinking like you may have to go back to miami on tuesday and i was like i will totally go to miami but no and then no also today so maybe tomorrow yep um the other note that i have on remy is remy apple yes that's your story yeah we just we uh because we've been living out on the porch um you know i brought an apple out there at some point on i don't know someday ending in y tuesday probably (laughs) And, uh, you know, we uh, ate dinner out there. The apple just kind of stayed on the table. And then at some point we were like in here and Remy brings, <laughs> comes, shows up with that apple, but it's like a third eaten already. <laughs> he's, he's chomping on it. Chomp, chomp, so chomp. he must've just, he must've, uh, counter surfed onto the table, gotten the apple and was eating the apple. Yeah. Not great. Remy. Diabetic dog. Diabetic dog eating an apple. He ate about a, a quarter of it. Not even. Not even. Guac would have eaten the whole thing, I think. Brody loves an apple. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got no ups. No, that's true. Yeah. All right. So that's dog updates. Which is what I used to think about foods, but with the toilet paper Mm, incentive, foods discovered some ups. Yeah. 
All right, that's dog updates. Under ramblings, I have filed Zyaflex. It's a medicine. Okay. We were watching, I don't know, Discovery Plus, one of one of the many streaming services, because we don't have cable oh, here Zyafle- anymore. I know where this is going. This yeah. is a good one. So I'm watching this commercial, and it's got like a husband and a wife in the kitchen, and they have a cutting board with a bunch of carrots on them. Which is interesting to us. I like to look at carrots. We're into carrots. And there's a carrot with a bend in it. <laughs> it's got a bend. And the husband kind of looks at the carrot. And then the wife kind of looks at the carrot and looks at the husband with a disappointed look and looks back <laughs> at the carrot. <laughs> like, what is this? So it's a commercial for Zyaflex, a medicine for Peyronie's disease, which is a condition where you have scar tissue and stuff that makes your penis bent. It's a drug to straighten your penis. Yeah. If you have a bent penis, it could be Peyronie's disease. And this is the first non-surgical medicine. Uh, I don't know what you do, but you're not supposed to have sex for four weeks after each treatment. It might be injectable. But the most fun part of this, I mean, it was a fun commercial. They're heavy on the carrots. There's one scene where there's just like a whole, you know, on like the, on the iPhone, if you have an iPhone, you can send someone a message. You hold the send button, and then you can send it with like lasers. <laughs> the whole screen fills with that the, effect. Yeah, or there's screen like bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. And there's like a zillion of whatever it is. It's like that with the bent carrot, that there's just like a swarm of bent carrots swirling around the screen. Yeah, what is that? Are it we... represents the bent penis, Ingo. But there's a hundred of them. I know, because it's like your mind is constantly thinking about how <laughs> bent your penis is. Get Zyaflex. I mean, that's what they want to suggest, <laughs> right? They want to put it in your head that like... You're abnormal. You have a problem. And your wife is disappointed your in wife you. Is disappointed. But here, we can solve that. It's only $17,000 a dose. Oh, my God. Probably. Yeah. There's a <laughs> Men should not be allowed near <laughs> pharma labs. Come on. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at like PR Newswire, right? <laughs> so they just talk about commercials. And so there's this stack of carrots, like a nice little normal. And then there's one on the top with a big like 45 <laughs> degree bend in it. And then there's pictures of, of just the carrot with like the bend, the swoop up <laughs> bend in it. Uh, it's very funny. Oh my God. I should intersperse that with like Venk chomping the carrot. <laughs> Let's mix that metaphor. Let's I mean, look. Brody, Brody who chomps those carrots. Oh That'd be so funny. Like, look, stuff happens, right? Like no judgment if you have a bent penis. Sure. I've seen him. Use Zybox or whatever. It's fine. Or don't. But the ad is really on. Uh, the ad's just hilarious. The ad's really lays it on. All those bent carrots all over the place felt like it was relevant to discuss. But like, listen, if you're fine with your bent penis and your partner's fine with your bent penis, you don't need to unbend it. No. It's fine. Or you can put it in the oven and make it a roasty and then it will just straighten out. I think you're not quite connecting with me on the affirming message I'm trying to oh, get yeah, across Oh, yeah. No, all carrots are, are good carrots. <laughs> if you're happy with the carrot, just it's fine. You don't need to straighten the carrot. Carrots are Don't good. listen to Ingo. <laughs> you're fine and you don't need to do anything unless you world. want to. And then there's options. Zyaflex. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor of this podcast. Side effect. Okay. Wanting carrots. <laughs> you know, I, I think when I put this on the list, I was like, I don't know that we're going to have a productive podcast conversation about this commercial. And uh, I was correct. <laughs> potato, potato. Oh, my God. All right. We have four taste of the keys towards this week. You want to do your German word of the week first? No. <laughs> you never oh, do. Oh, if you want a break, sure. No, no, I'm fine. Okay. Right. I, I don't even need you on this podcast. I can just read all my stuff on my list. Except everybody likes you better. Ugh. I'm like, oh, here's Jen. I got like this list. I got bullet points. I got I news you prepare, articles. You really I got prepare. Stuff. And, you and you just and like, show up here and they're like, you can put your bent penis in the oven and it'll straighten out. I was talking about the carrot. Yeah. We're talking about penises. and you're, you're being all judgmental and everybody's like, Ugh. Ingo is the best on the podcast. I listen just to the podcast for Ingo. I'm a carrot expert, Jen. Carrots. That's it. All right. Taste of the Keys number one from CNN. Meet Scott, the 1,600-pound great white shark swimming off Florida's coast. Scott is here in the Keys right now. Hi, Scott. 
Florida got yet another spring breaker in town. Scott, a massive great white shark, has been recorded swimming off the Gulf Coast. Scott is an adult male, measuring just over 12 feet long and weighs 1,600 pounds. Wow. Yep. He's the 74th great white shark tagged and released by a group in the Northwest Atlantic Ocean. And so they put this tracker on his dorsal fin. It's a, li- it's a live tracker, right? I, I could check where he is right now. Um, I think so. So there, there's definitely a site where you can track sharks and then also sea turtles. Um, they have live trackers. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I think they have to like kind of come close to the surface to get a signal. So oh. it's not like, you know, GPS. Um, but he's been in the Keys since Valentine's Day. Scott has. The Keys. Gulf side of the Keys. Mm-hmm. He's, he has been relaxing around the Florida Keys and Gulf Coast since at least Valentine's Day, according to the data. I what he's eating. Not me. No. <laughs> Maybe he ate crocodile. She hasn't been seen lately, so. Yeah. Okay. Story number two. This is interesting. This We get a daily newsletter update from Conk Life that has kind of the headlines. And I'm going to read you the story that came in the email. But sometimes when we read those stories, there's another story underneath. Different headline, totally different story. But it's not included in the email. The only way you get to it is if you read the first story. So I'm going to read you both stories because they're both excellent in their own way. They both have things I love. (laughs) Okay. Woman arrested after fleeing from deputies. A 58-year-old Jacksonville, Florida woman was arrested Sunday afternoon after fleeing from deputies on US-1. So Jacksonville's like freaking eight hours from here. Yeah. She's not a local. Uh, Anna Marie Bonanno was charged with fleeing and eluding reckless driving and operating an unregistered vehicle. She was also ticketed for numerous traffic violations. The incident began at approximately 1 p.m. at mile marker 38. Broad daylight. Yep, that's on Big Pine Key, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Right up around there. 20 miles from us. When Deputy Reyes observed a white Hyundai speeding and passing illegally. You always see these assholes. Like, oh, I got to get out of here real fast. It's like, bitch, you got 70 miles to go. Just slow the fuck down. Yeah, but then there's no passing zones and there's curves and people and are passing like, meow, in meow, us. Meow. Yeah. All right. So this white Hyundai speeding and passing illegally. Deputy he- heading to Miami. Yeah, right. heading north. Heading, yeah. Deputy Reyes attempted to stop the car, but it did not stop. And he eventually stopped following it for safety reasons. Fortunately, there's only one road, <laughs> so he can just call ahead. <laughs> She's coming. Guys, get this guy. Traffic Enforcement Unit Deputy Sean Lones attempted to stop the car at mile marker 53. So she was at 38, now 53. That's in Marathon, which is some busy streets. Yeah. A lot of, you know, there's like a Home Depot, grocery stores, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff on Route 1 in Marathon. Yep. Uh, he attempted to stop at mile marker 53, but the car continued to fail to stop as it traveled north while its speed fluctuated between 70 and 100 miles no, per hour. Ridiculous. The speed limit is 35 in Marathon. People drive 45 maybe. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it's just people are not flying in the Keys because there's so many cops. <laughs> yeah, but also like in Marathon, you know, there's like all th- all these like, you know, like restaurants and stops and s- shops and stuff along Route 1. And the parking lot's just... It's like the road transitions into the parking lot. So people will be kind of sitting in the parking lot, parallel to traffic, waiting for a spot to pull in. Pedestrians will be walking their bikes over there. Like there's just a lot of, you know, everything going on. Yeah, pedestrians trying to cross and stuff. It's crazy. You would, I mean, if you'd have to be pretty nuts, sociopathic to go 100 miles an Mm -hmm. hour through there. That's mile marker 53. They tried to get her. She kept going. They gave up. Tire spikes were deployed at mile marker 79. I love spikes. This love is like 20 tricks. minutes later for her, right? Yeah. I mean, she must think she's home free. So tire spikes were deployed at mile marker 79, and the car finally stopped at mile marker 80 because you can't go far once you get spiked. Bonanno appeared disoriented and made rambling statements. Bonanno was taken to jail. Yeah, I think that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Drunk at one in the afternoon. Do you think? Drunk or high. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what the disoriented and made rambling statements means. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's that story. Spike strips. He always got me with a spike strip story. But then under that is this other story. It's also good. Oh, it's so good. I mean, would have been our taste of the keys if there were not such rich as this week. (laughs) 
Feast or famine? It's it's feast. Woman feast. I know. Sometimes we're like too many lobsters. <laughs> and this week we got woman faces multiple charges after resisting arrest. That sounds like a boring story, as they always do. Again, the headlines undersell these a lot. A 33-year-old Key Largo woman was arrested Saturday after biting and spitting on a deputy. Yes! <laughs> Bingo! Courtney was charged with resisting arrest with violence, resisting arrest without violence, battery on a law enforcement officer, and criminal mischief for intentionally breaking a $200 Hubble restraint device. Deputies were sent to the 101,000 block of the Overseas Highway. So that's mile 101. That's with the 101 and then the 000. Yep. So mile marker 101, basically, of Overseas Highway. That's just Route 1. Regarding an unknown problem. Just go to the mile marker 101. Sit's going down. There's some problem. They arrived to find Courtney and a 39-year-old man yelling at each other. Both fled into nearby woods upon the sheriff's <laughs> arrival. Which means there's a bush. I there's mean, there's not, this isn't Maine. I know, right where this is. You know where this is. It's by Divers Direct. Oh, yeah. There's a huge parking lot. There's no woods. No, there's like a lot. Like if you are facing Divers Direct, like to the left, there's like the, sh- the side street. And then the lot across the street from that is undeveloped. So it's just and like. there's water. I mean, you're, you're like. You're, it's you're, a little wooded lot. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, woods. <laughs> the woods. They fled into the woods uh, upon the sheriff's office arrival. Both were quickly detained, and the male followed commands. Courtney obstructed deputies before, during, and after her arrest. Courtney refused commands, was physically and verbally combative, pulled away from deputies numerous times, tensed her body, kicked at deputies, and at one point bit deputy Casey Matthews' hand while he was trying to handcuff her. She also spit in his eye. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So she remied you. She remied the the deputy. Yeah, no kidding. I mean... Maybe he put his hand in her mouth. I don't think he put his hand in her mouth to, like, restrain her bottom (laughs) jaw. Maybe she was biting something. I mean, yeah. It was... They later learned that Courtney had active warrants out for of Monroe County for battery, leaving the scene of a crash in DUI. Oof. The deputy was taken to Mariner's Hospital for treatment to his hand. Courtney was taken to jail. Rabies shot. Listen, guys. <clears throat> Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Come on. Come on. That is such a good statement. I'd almost tattoo that into my, <laughs> onto my body. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you looked at our tweets tonight, someone got that tattooed on their body. They are permanently marked... With the sage advice, don't put anyone unless they ask you to. I mean, it's it's unimpeachable. It's true. It's it says many things about many things. It's a great say, say. And the heart of it is consent. Yes. Yeah. But also biting, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. And then Ingo, you sent me the last story. Just from of the FWC weird fish name with yeah. the headline "Sneaking Snook." <laughs> a tip from a concerned citizen led law enforcement to discover an individual illegally catching snook and putting them in a cooler. When the officer opened the lid to the cooler, all he could see were groceries, which does not mean a golden retriever, actual groceries. There's a photo <laughs> included in the post. Yeah. But when a false insert sized to fit within the dimensions of the cooler lifted out, seven snook were in a sneaky hiding place. A sneaky snook. The person was issued numerous criminal citations for the violations. The fish, which I would like to mention, were headless. They were dead. Were returned to the water to become food for other marine life. Think you can outsmart our officers? Think again. (laughs) This is a my Fish and Wildlife Commission post on Instagram. Instagram post, yeah. Think you can outsmart our officers? Think again. Info on recreational snook regulations on myfwc.com or search myfwc snook online. I mean, this guy clearly knew he was sneaking the snook because he had a sneaky stash for the snook. Snook sneaker. A cooler, snook. A, a false bottom for the cooler. <laughs> That's terrible. Seven sneaky snooks. <laughs> oh my God. It's almost snatched. <laughs> Became snacks. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's you the pointed end. out that they do that. They throw it all in the in the water to avoid someone going. Well, it was worth it because I got to keep the salmon or whatever. Yeah, I got to keep the snook. At least I got the snooks. 
No, you did not. There was some post I came across on Twitter this week talking about how fines were basically just like fees for rich people. And someone was like, yeah, I used to date this guy, you know, who sounded sort of like a trust fund baby. And we went out and she'd be like, you can't park there. And he's like, yeah, I can. It's just $150. And she's like, you can't like have an open container in the street. He's like, yeah, it's just $35. Like she didn't, he's, she's like, he just thought, like you just paid the cost and that was it yeah as opposed to like oh like this is the thing i shouldn't be doing and this is a no. punishment for just him like, the boot is perfect the car boot yeah but the that's what like this so you don't go like oh there's just whatever those snooks cost me 50 bucks each right you don't get the snooks you don't get the snooks you pay the fine but you don't get the snooks that's right and maybe right. you go to jail yeah around here they are not messing around with fish and wildlife no no all right, Ingo. German word of the week. <laughs> we said genügsam. You taught me this word today yeah. on our walk. Genügsam. It's G-E-N-U-E. I mean, U umlaut G-S-A-M. Genügsam. And genug, without the umlaut on the U, means enough. Yeah, but genügsam means um, modest or uh, having being low maintenance. So you'd say that these are just genügsame Schafe. They just they just eat a little bit. They don't need a lot of food or attention or you know nomads live a nomaden leben ein genügsamen Lebensstil, which is like you know a modest lifestyle. Nomads yeah. live a modest lifestyle. They don't they don't need much. They don't consume much. Yeah, genügsam. 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 You used it to describe a tree. Yes, you can say this is eine genügsame Pflanze. Like a tree grows in crappy you know crappy ground it doesn't need a lot of fertilizer it it it, it makes do yeah you know it's a plant it could be like an olive tree or something that's like, like a zz plant it grows on a, a zz zz plant is that the one that doesn't need anything it kind of will do fine whatever johnny sun has a newsletter yes this is the called like small plant. knowable things and one of his was about the zz plant that's right yeah we have one in maryland now i think your quote or his quote was it thrives on neglect yeah which makes it more poetic it was very sad he's like you can put it in fluorescent light you can just not water it very much and it'll do fine he's like but then we get one and we water it and we give it sunlight and it's thriving and it makes me kind of think of myself. And I was like, oh, it's so sad. <laughs> like, everybody, please take care of your plants. He has very poignant observations. But yes. th- then I did buy a ZZ plant for our house in Maryland. And we're not there. We're not there. And it's it's doing fine. Being ignored and neglected. I'll it's be there lonely. in a couple weeks, plant. Hang on. It's lonely. Hang on. All right. Well, there you go. There's our many many layered episode. Podcast. I know. Considering there's only news about two dogs, it's freaking... L- a lot thank you again for being a solid partner and taking care of all this dog nonsense it would be very hard to do without you this is now you're trying to endear yourself again compared to what you oh you let me complaining that you let all the dogs out and then let remy escape and he almost died yes (laughs) (laughs) i think that's it i don't know i kind of lost track of what i was bitching about i was gonna say you deserve like a light razzing Maybe for that. a light spanking, but not, you know, all this abuse. We don't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> I'd rather get punched in the face than get verbally abused. Oh, I mean. I'm not asking for a punch in the face. Then let's get, actually, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> this all just went in a completely unexpected way. Yeah, I don't want to be punched in the face. <laughs> but we know which two dogs are not going to be low maintenance dogs of the week. The ones oh we talked God. about a lot, not going to be low maintenance. No. Remy, no. you forfeited. Se- oh, so yeah, let's several weeks behind. Now. We should talk about this briefly, even though I was getting ready to sign off. We haven't posted. What are award- you, me? <laughs> I know. I <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> we haven't posted about award winners for the last two weeks because things have been crazy. So the week before last, Guac won low maintenance dog of the week and Hops won first place dog. This past week, um, I believe... Vink won low maintenance dog of the week and Guac won first place dog. Yeah, Vink's been symptom free and, and just been a little my little baby. Yep. So this week we don't know who's gonna win, but no awards will go to Remy. Or Voods. Sorry, Voods, it's not your fault, but that's pretty high maintenance to go to freaking Miami to your spa. Does he get first place dog? No. And not for the newing. No. 
I don't know. Though it's, it was He's his birthday. He's such a good boy. It was his birthday. All right. So Voods might get first place dog, but definitely not low maintenance. Remy, zero awards. You have been a bad dog. At least Voods did get a birthday waffle on Saturday, an early birthday waffle. You made him waffles. He got waffles on Friday because it was National Waffle Day. Oh, Friday. So it was like a birthday preview. Yeah. Whenever he gets home and like once he's a little more alert, because he's usually really doped up and wobbly when he gets home. Once he is awake and conscious enough to appreciate it, we'll have a full on birthday celebration. Waffle. Full on birthday waffle. Bath. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be rolling around in the bed on a bunch of waffles, like whatever humans do on go on dollar bills hundred dollar bills sure or that that was in rabbit rabbit is rich but they're do, they do it on kruger ends i think there's some woody harrelson to me more movie where they make a million bucks and then sh- they roll around on the bed i i gotta say like if we had a big pile of money like that the last thing in my mind would be to roll around on it on a bed yeah there's that donald duck scrooge mcduck who swims he swims in, in it. it yeah he swims in. someone tried that maybe it was mythbusters <laughs> It hurts. No, it would hurt. The, there's no actual room between liquid. the coins. <laughs> <laughs> you just you're just jumping into like a bunch of metal. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. You can watch um, every season of MythBusters on Discovery Plus, which is like sometimes when we're like, what are we gonna put on? Like it's a free app, right? You don't have to subscribe to that, or, or like you have to subscribe to Discovery Plus. That's like three bucks a month or four. You bucks subscribe a month. to Discovery Plus? Yeah, that's worth it. Yeah, I, did, I watch it all the time. Yeah, that's why you've been watching so many Mythbusters. It. So it's, but it's great. It's oh really yeah. good, soothing TV. I mean, I've seen every episode of Mythbusters at least twice, probably at least three times. Yeah. Um, but it's still great. And there's like 20 seasons, so it goes back a ways. And it's useful. They do a lot of myths and a it's lot of fun. Like, like you know, you can dive underwater to escape bullets. <laughs> yeah, you can. That's what they find out. Yeah. All right. I think that's enough. Yeah. Until next week. Slava Ukraini. Yep. Go get him. And listen, guys, ladies, everybody. Dogs. <sighs> Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye.